Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to the Simply Paulette podcast, where we are having simple conversations that we can lead a golden life. Not a life without trials and tribulations, and not a life that is without any mistakes, but a life that we can be proud of, that we showed up and stayed in the fight so that we could have the life that we desire. Building character along the way. As you've been listening for the last couple of podcasts, we celebrated mothers and we was talking last week about taking some time to think. I wanted to have a continuation of that conversation about thinking and how it is important that we have very healthy thinking. You know, um, I didn't have much time to talk about it last week, but this is a subject matter that I don't want to dive in too deep because I lack the expertise in being able to speak to you on a very expert level. But I think we can all relate to it on some level um, because not only it does it affects us, it affects others in our lives. And what I'm talking about is mental health. You know, I had the privilege to talk to a young lady last week and my heart break because as she was preparing to um, braid my hair, I, I overheard her conversation and she was just heartbroken that her teenage daughter had become expected. And we know all the things that are going on in the nation right now with um, a woman's ability to be able to care for herself and make those health decisions, whatever they may be, between her and her primary doctor. It's just so much to deal with when you are a mother and you have so much plans for your children and all of a sudden your daughter end up expecting. And I won't share any particular details of that situation for their privacy, but this is a common um, topic in which we can talk and it's certainly one that I can talk upon very passionately and very effectively because I too was a teen mother at 15. And as I was listening to her, my heart just broke because she, this young lady is such a great mother. When I tell you that she does everything that any mother would do and she does it alone and she does it with excellence. Um, She's a, a great housekeeper, works very organized, help the children with their lessons. And what broke my heart is when I heard her say, I didn't teach her well enough, and it must be my fault. And she was speaking this over the phone, and as she got off the phone, I told her, I have no right to I have no right to comment on your conversation. And you have to pardon me because even when I talk about it, 
it invokes emotions on on me because as I have moved from that phase in my life, I asked God to never allow me to forget what it was to come from where I came from so that I can speak to people who may have came on this path. And, and as I sit and listen to this young mother in my heart, I just couldn't help but to weep, literally weep in the chair because not only could I hear her words from the perspective of a mother, I could also hear her words from the perspective of the daughter who was expecting. And I can tell you, I had a whirlwind of emotions at that moment. And it made me think about how important mental health is. Um, most people think mental health, they, we have all kind of concoctions in our mind as to what mental health is. But mental health is no different from that of our physical health. You know, as children, we go for wellness checkups. Um, we go for physicals, for sports. We um, check the our um, levels of sugar in our bloodstreams for diabetes. We check our blood pressure um, to make sure that it's in a certain range. And all these things have measurements. As we um, eat sugar and, and take on drinks that are sugary, we measure the level of sugar in our bloodstreams um, within a confinement of numbers because science have taught us that if our sugar is outside or below these ranges, um, whether they be up or down, it has the potential to create significant damage to the other organs in our body. The same way, way with high blood pressure. There's a range of numbers that we want to stay within, whether high or low, so that it does not affect the functioning of the entire body. But when it comes to mental health, and so many things have been said out of ignorance and out of foolishness, that sometimes we don't understand that health, mental health is only a, refer a reference to a person's overall psychological well-being. And it's just that simple. It doesn't matter how strong you are, how intellectual you are. There are times in which we're, we can respond to life that is outside of the scope of what would be a normal, a normal response. That's all it is. You know, um, have you ever been laughing and somebody walked in in the middle of you laughing and scared you? And in that moment, all those emotions that you felt, if they are, if they can go out of the line, the, the normal conditions of what they were supposed to be, it can create a problem. There's many factors that can affect our mental health, whether it be in the emotional realm, our social ability, or our cognitive ability to, to be able to um, uh, evaluate information. 
And then sometimes things just comes along in life. Like this young lady who I was speaking to you about earlier. Her heart was just so broken. You know, she was like, I just didn't want this for my daughters. And, you know, and then she began to say things. It's my fault. It is, I should have did this. I should have done this. And, you know, the truth of the matter is I can speak from my own personal experience. I can't tell you everything that this young lady may have or may not have done. But one thing I do know, when a child get a certain age, there's a limit to what a parent can keep them from. If this was not the truth, there would be no children that would be straying and getting in trouble. There is no mother that if she had the power to control her son or to control her daughter, that she would not use that skill set to control them, to keep them out of harm's way. And so as I began to sit there and I talked to her, I talked to her first from, and I told her, I said, I'm going to first talk to you from the perspective of a daughter because I can talk to you because I was that 15-year-old daughter and I came from two wonderful parents, strong father, a loving mother. I should have never been that girl, but I made a decision that was normal. It's a normal response not to get pregnant, but it's a normal response to have an attraction to another, um, for me, a male. It was a normal response for me to have an attraction to a male and being naive, being immature, but yet being in control of my choice, I made a decision to have sexual interaction with this young man, and I became pregnant. Now, the only thing that I did, if you want to constitute what was right and wrong, is I did it prematurely. That was the wrong part. But everything else that I experienced is something that I was going to experience at some point in my life. But my parents had told me I had seen other young girls get pregnant. I knew about birth control. I had sex education. I had everything that could have been possibly given to me, but I still made that decision. And it was not my parents' fault. And I know any time that children do anything under the age of 18, we say, well, the parents are at fault or the parents have responsibility. I personally feel like that it is a true statement that parents have the responsibility because at that age, I was not able to make decisions without permission of my parents. But it is no way they could have been responsible. And I was trying to talk to this young girl and begin to explain that to her. There's many stages of parenthood. There's the stage of when the baby is consumed, it's your responsibility to nurture and to get the care you need as you are bringing that child into the world. When that child is 
born into the word, it's your responsibility to give it the basic needs that it takes to survive, a roof over its head, uh, education and food, and a sustainable understanding of, of nurturing it and teaching it how to live in this world. But at some point in all of that parenting, you are shifting your voice in a way that gives and releases responsibility to this individual, not always because that that is your desire, but that is happening whether it is your desire or not. A child that does not have any cognitive in inabilities, a child that is healthy and whole and mentally strong and able to comprehend at some point they're shifting into a place where they're going to take ownership of their life and it that ownership is choice and when these choices are made it is true that sometimes it is made prematurely as it was with me and you have to stand and hold their hands through these t tough times but it's important that we have the right tools in our hands to be able to help um, build individuals that can cope with life as it comes and build healthy relationships so that we can make meaningful contributions to society. You know, there are things that um, I begin to speak to this young lady that I just want to encourage my audience with this same information. You know, you may uh, look at yourself and, and, you know, and not necessarily take the time to really do self-reflection or self-awareness. But I just want you to know, we just came through a very tough time of the pandemic where we were shut in the house for days at a time. It, many of us didn't have the financial um, reservoirs to be able to handle the responsibility that was going on in our homes. Some of us had some accommodations, but it may not have been enough. Our children, um, I heard one educator explaining on TV that he's seen a time where education was challenged, but this pandemic has set our children very far behind and teachers are really trying to catch up and parents are overwhelmed. So it's a lot going on. We have, you know, uh, the war in Ukraine. We have this, the craziness that, that is going on with the Trump um, indictments and, you know, the people who are, you know, one part of America is patriotic by trying to at least adhere to the law. And then you got other people saying that they're patriotic as well as, but have no regards to what the law is as it relates to them, but want us to be under the law as it is written. There's a lot of things that are coming at us as individuals. There's pressure with job performances. And sometimes with all of these things, and we are not taking time to evaluate ourselves and where we are, that it can push us into a place in which we are not responding to life within rational measures. You know, this isn't about 
um, always, you know, th th I don't want to get into specifics, but there's things just as simple as having anxiety and depression that are very common onsets of mental health that needs attention. And just like a common cold, if you catch a common cold and you do not tend to it and it begin to uh, set up infections in your chest and in your lungs, it can become detrimental. And mental health is no different. If you went into a gym today and you picked up five pounds, 15 pounds, and then you moved up to 35 and you are fine, but when you get ready to pick up that 100 pounds and it is a strain to do it, but you try to do it anyway, it's going to result in an injury. And we have to keep in mind our mental health is just that. Sometimes we need to step away from situations. If you're in a situation that is causing you to be nervous, causing you to have anxiety, causing you to have moments of rage, moments of frustration, these are benchmarks that we need to have some self-care. And I want you to know that there's many ways that we can get that self-care. Sometimes it is simply just walking away, giving yourself a moment. Sometimes it's as simple as having a conversation with your primary physician. Sometimes it, it is essential to have a support group that you can talk to. That support group can be from your church or it can be a community support group. It can be a friendship. It can be a relationship that, that has a significant partner. Whatever it is, when you're in those moments that you need a break, we must take that break because we don't want to find ourselves in situations where we are not coping with what life is bringing to us. There's other um, myth, uh, mental health professionals like counselors, social workers, people that are right at your fingertip in the community um, that you can reach out to. I even looked up um, the mental health hotline, which is the National Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline. It is 1-800- 273, the word talk, T-A-L-K. And you can also text, you can text home to this um, number, 741-741. I just wanted to give you some options in being able to do what is best for you. I know when I was going through uh, my divorce, I was lost. When I tell you to be so accomplished and at my divorce, I just drew a blank because I had only pictured my life to be one way from that point on. And when that changed, I didn't know who I was. I literally... Because I married so young, I never became that individual. I was somebody else's something from that teen pregnancy into 
marriage and then to mothering other children. That that space of individuality that most people get at a younger age. I was a teen mother at 15. I didn't have time to develop that before I became a mother. And so coming out of that, I had found purpose in being a mother and a wife and being a friend to my friends. But when I found myself in that space of divorce, I literally was lost. I was embarrassed. I was defeated. My spirit was broken. And I knew in that moment, with having no answers, I had some girlfriends who had been through divorce that I could just undress myself in front of them. Not literally, but just mentally be able to talk through where I was and how devastated I was. And I am so appreciative today because the first thing they did is they assured me I was not the only one who had experienced this. It gave me so much comfort, even in my embarrassment and my brokenness, it gave me comfort that somebody had been where I was. And the first thing I did is I sought professional help. I got a psychiatrist and I told them that I needed to come because I was so broken I wasn't thinking about harming myself, but I was so lost, I didn't know how to put one foot in front of the other. The first thing that they did is they gave me an evaluation, and I asked, what was that evaluation about? And they basically said, we are going to measure as to how high of an alert that you are in, what what is the capacity of weight that you are carrying right now? And from that test and becoming aware of my state of being, begin to, in that moment, give me hope. Because they ended up speaking to me and they said, because this divorce has affected your finances, it affected your spiritual life because there was some um, intersecting of what had happened to me in my place of worship. It was um, affecting how I was going to fit in the world with my children. It was affecting um, how I was going to move forward with work. It was affecting so many areas of my life that they um, place me in what they would call high alert. And, and that was to be able to give me some tools and skills immediately in my hand that would cause me to understand that even though I was going through something that was very uh, alarming, that it would put some tools in my hand to stabilize the whirlwind I was in at the moment. And I tell you, it was life-changing. It didn't change overnight. It didn't change in a day. It didn't even change in a week. But it absolutely led to the place that I am now. It led me down a golden path to live a golden life. And I just want to encourage you that 
seeking help for your mental health issues is not a sign of uh, weakness, but it's a sign of strength. It's important that you prioritize your mental health and seek support that you need so that you can live the life that was intended for you to live. I want to thank you again for coming here every Sunday to listen to me and all that I have to say. I do really feel that I am Auntie Paulette that is has a podcast that's called Simply Paulette where I am trying to just take real complex issues and have simple conversations with you. This has been another episode of Simply Paulette Podcast. I'll see you next week. We're another production of the Jess Eldridge Media.